And that's 16-Bit Rock announcing that we're doing another episode of our podcast you known smell? as Wrestle Boys. You smell? You smell? Alright. Ah, oh, jeez. We had a week off. A lot of things happened. We're currently in a shitstorm, so I thought, fuck it, we should probably just watch some wrestling and just ignore what's going on in real life. Yeah, let's have some, let's get some escapism listen like to, wrestling should be. Listen to 16-bit rock music, fucking, not, all that shit. 16-bit <laughs> rock and roll music, but 16-bit The Rock's theme. Yes. Literally rock music. Welcome to Wrestle Boys, the only show where you are pretty much having a two out of three chance of having autism if you're on here. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm I'm Ali, the guy who records but is mostly a co-host. I'm Megafighter, the actual co-host. And the guy who takes more notes than I do because I get pissed off and then stop writing notes. And, and I am Rockin. Who pisses me off to no end, but I still invite him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we still allow him on here, but hey, we won't hold that against him. <laughs> it's, not, it's not his fault. I'm terrible. Yeah. So, uh, we had a little bit of a scheduling conflict when it came to, like, Raw and SmackDown. Like we said before, we pretty much had to do just a SmackDown and then a pay-per-view. Yes. And the pay-per-views are huge, so I think from now on we're going to do the pay-per-views separately from the sh- from Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, we're finally getting to what, <laughs> what we were planning on doing before, and we didn't do because the Raw before was a recap episode for twenty for two thousand one. Yeah, which is weird because this is going to be episode four, week four, but it's more like week three. But yeah, who gives who gives a shit? Ah, who cares? Oh, the music's just going to end. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just fading now. So we, we did you. We did used to justify it by saying, hey, we have eight hours of recording time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even anyway, know. Anyway, we start time off we with um, an MLK memorial. And is it, we is got it, really. Is it MLK Day at this point, or? Um, I don't know the significance of that day because I'm white and stupid. Well, I mean, it's January 21st, MLK Day, or is it close? It might be MLK Day. It wasn't Black yes. History Month yet, because that's February. Yes. yes. I have uh, immediately um, Monday, January 18th, I just looked. Yeah. Okay, so so we aren't... Well, yeah, so January 18th is the fixed day for Martin Luther King Day, so this was, like, three days after. Yeah, like, they, they try and, like, schedule their, like, their memorable... They, they try to Holiday schedule it around... Yet. Um, it looks like it's observed, uh, I'm looking it up, they observe the day every third Monday of January. Oh, okay, oh. that makes sense. Okay, that, that, yeah, that works. So yeah, this would have absolutely been. The nice. benefits of having a Royal Rumble is a slightly updated Raw intro. <laughs> yes. Same music, just new stuff in it. Except for the fact that for some reason they kept putting like Windows Movie Maker transitions There was in. a weird spiral video effect that like... Everyone saw it, and we were all like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> oh, also, you missed the you missed the int- you missed the uh, animation of like the the raw package splitting open. Oh man! In like a uh, shitty three D effect. Wasn't this the same intro package they did for the Rumble, though? Not no, not the intro package for the Rumble. Like the, right, like, no, the, 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 the raw, raw intro. intro. 
you know, the well, yeah, I'm I'm talking about the the, the Royal Rumble package they did to start the show. Oh, they it, played that at the beginning of the Rumble too. Yeah, it was yeah, the same that's one. What I, yeah, and I just like, oh, so we're not there yet. What? Ah. No, we're past the Rumble. They were just we're trying past to past the Rumble. The, no, I mean, I mean, are we there? There, are we past that point of the show where they talk, where they show it? That's that was the very intro. Instead of the recap, oh, they had the rumble right, promo right, right. package because right. And I just, back in two thousand two, uh, my thought was immediately. My thought immediately was like, I know the Royal Rumble happened, but why do they have to show the same exact? I, package? I, I was trying to explain, but because it's two thousand two and on demand service was a thing, and internet on demand service wasn't, they really wanted you to buy replays of the show because they would like discount the price slightly and see if you can buy the pay per view. Because you can pay, you can watch it live or you can watch it like the recorded version of it, so they wanted you to go back and watch the rumble. That's why okay. all the recaps were in weird slideshow footage. Yes, yeah. we'll get well, to that. Yeah, that's cool. something I like. I remember when we used, when we watched um, after a pay per view raw after pay per views before, where they would they would show like an aftermath. They would actually show the rumble, but it would be in like yeah. As essentially still shots. They wouldn't show video footage. I'm yeah. just surprised they didn't do that here. Oh, no, they did. I, I swear they did. I, I swear there did. was a point where we did the slideshow for the 2002 Rebel. But, uh, yeah, we uh, we get weird... I think it was like we got the pyro, and then suddenly there's this weird spiral effect going on. I missed where, that. Like, like when like the fucking like cutting from the stage to like the commentary table. Hmm. Uh, Lillian Garcia now on ring announcing, and I think this might yes. be the first episode from TNN, unless I'm mistaken on that. Um, I don't know. They were kind of advertising the TNN thing, but I don't know if they cut out the advertisements of switching to TNN or not. Also, um, a little post thing. I fixed my mic. Now you don't have to hear my computer. And we get a, and we, and uh, and our announcement of the show being from Greenville, South Carolina, at the Bilo Center. Weird we had this name. problem where, like, they said Greenlow, they said like uh, Greenville, and then we found out there's a Greenville in both Carolinas. Yes, I had to go okay, and go to the Pro Wrestling that. Wiki to check. And it yeah. was South Carolina. <laughs> We're in South Carolina. Uh, and, we saw... we get, and we get an announcement of our tag match that is Kurt Angle and Jericho uh, against. Rock and Triple H. Yes. And I just, I know I ended up watching SmackDown for, uh, first before I watched Raw, but I just have to note that the main event of this show is essentially repeated on SmackDown minus a few participants. Yeah. yeah few welcome participants to like, switched. welcome to like WWE booking like pre fucking pre brand split. Because it sucks. <laughs> Did I say bland split? Ah, uh, yes, the it, bland split. It's been a problem for years. It's still a problem. They just run... They they have the, the, the same matches over and over and over. It's like... like it'll still and then, be back in that, and back then, we split, were but younger. at least it'll be, like, different dudes each week or each show. Back then, we were, like, we were young and stupid and probably were, like, just craving for... This shit in, uh, for exciting. We didn't shit have the anyway. network, so we couldn't like binge this shit. So it, it well, yeah. And, it's well, also it's also a bit different when it's like 
three days apart. Well, if I have to be, hours. if I have to be personal about it, um, I didn't have UPN as a kid. So you only had like one show. I only watched Raw. And like sometimes it would like play a recap from SmackDown about what happened, but it always felt like I I could never access SmackDown and I always felt really left out about it. <laughs> Even though okay. apparently back in like early 2002, all I was missing was like a slightly different ta- main event Version tag match. Raw. A slightly different main event. <laughs> yes. So I'm doing a little quick research. It could also be the fact that you know, in later years, um, I'm trying to remember when, like around the years, like we did a C, we started the C show, like 2013 ish, uh, 2012, 2013 ish, yeah. It was oh, it was before that, honestly. Yeah, but I mean, I wasn't, I didn't join the show until later, but I remember doing the show before 2012. It was like, well, it, it had to be sometime around 2011 because that was also when Dark Match started. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing a little research and math here to try and count how many pay per views we had in 2002 compared to then. Actually, we saw a uh, a play like a video of like the best pay per views from 2002 from worst to best, and I believe this year has 14. Okay. Yay. And how the question would be how many pay per views were in 2012? more i think that's more man they started yeah, fucking that's... going overboard on pay-per-view <laughs> yeah they pretty much started having pay-per-views like every month yeah well it's One, always two, been every three. month but sometimes they would do two in a month and it's like there's no build what do you want us to do I... okay um 12 i'm um i'm looking at osw and they only have 12 like 12 dub 10, 2012 pay-per-views or 12 pay-per-views on in 2012. Huh. That's interesting. Unless I'm looking at this wrong. Maybe maybe it's just the whatever. I I know at one point that yeah, they were doing a pay-per-view pretty much every month. So, yeah. So here's the thing. Lillian Garcia is the ring announcer. I think they switched from uh the other they one. Switched they, had. they switched off Fink. They switched off Big Fink cuz Tony Chimmel's the raw announcer. Anyway, because this is Raw, SmackDown or Raw, Raw. This is Raw. So Tony Chan was a SmackDown announcer. Got it. Because of because this is Raw, we have to have some variation of Taz and Spike versus the Dudleys. The, and this uh, week we now add in Rob Van Dam and Booker T, who have feels nothing to do. Who have nothing to do with anything in this feud. <laughs> I think because I re- like Booker the closest thing RVD is RVD was in fucking ECW and Booker T is just not doing anything this week. He had a, he had they got an open schedule. I realized two problems already when the before this match started. It I didn't uh, notice that um Spike was wearing the neck brace to sell the beatdown he got last week. Yeah, he he'd been he'd been wearing that since like the Rumble, I think. Yeah. I still say that that's the dumbest thing cuz it's like you <laughs> cuz again, I have to reiterate a foam pad isn't going to protect you from a neck injury. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's still wearing it. <laughs> okay, I see. Where yeah. But yeah, it looks like but yeah, Booker T is so, apparently a heel at that point, which is fine. Well, he 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 was a heel like at the start of the year. Okay. Except he worked but, for McMahon and now he doesn't. 
but uh, and he probably, still does the Spinny Rooney. But a problem, yeah. Uh, 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 and they haven't changed his music. Also, yeah, his music is way too like faceish. No, no, he and always it, had that theme. And I also thought about Not always. It, and I also thought about this. I say, as for the Dudleys, Stacy Keebler just doesn't seem to me to give off that evil smug bitch vibe well it, it's would... this weird thing where like stacy stacy is like vaguely face-ish or at least is you she? have to listen to if you're a is if he... you're a woman with butt, if you're a woman with butt cheeks you're a face and <laughs> okay at least at least well, with jerry lawler well, or at least with is... jerry lawler because he wouldn't shut the fuck up about her all she day seem to be actually trying to seem like she's by the way the by w. the way by the way, we fucking missed the Lawler thirst count last week. Yeah, I was about to say we we fucked up and missed the Lawler thirst count for last uh, episode, yes. which was like I'm pulling 13. that fucking up. I'm going to make sure we have the Lawler thirst count for last week as well. We we yeah. owe this to our 16 fans. We have 16 fans. We have uh, 16 people who actually bother to watch us. I guess so. not fans, but people who fucking come back. I guess. You you somehow have you somehow care, somehow. <laughs> Sorry, that just that bugged me because it was something I noticed right after we finished recording. Oh yeah, and it was like it was well, it was a point of debate between you and I because of the whole queen joke thing. But yeah, it was like I think I had mine listed as thirteen, and mine was twelve. Yeah. So we'll say that it, 12. We'll say it was 12. 12.5. <laughs> and this week, we don't, so we don't forget. We don't it, round it, fractions it, around it here. It was 13. It was 13 this week. It's so it's Taz. For a match that for <laughs> a match yet. that had no Not stakes yet. whatsoever for RVD and Booker T, they went all fucking out. They went all fucking well, out. I and the crowd like seemed to not give a shit. I do like that we're seeing fallout from the rumble. Not give cause... a shit in a good way. They were just cheering for everything. You couldn't piss them off if you fucking just lifted your leg and peed on someone. Well, uh, the, well we have wrestlers that are feuding with the guy that eliminate him. It's like a storyline I don't often think of or remember when it comes to the rumble. And I kind of like I like that idea of, hey, you prevented me from getting to the main event of Mania and having a chance at the championship, so fuck you! Yeah, that's fair. I just feel like maybe Rhino would have been a better fit if we wanted to just make this a big ECW thing. Anyway, is, this match you is... You think that's where we're going? Like, well, I'm just saying, like, this match is mostly ECW, guys. I would oh, have yeah. picked Booker T for Rhino. Anyway, this match was pretty good. I yeah. believe the finish was they hit the 3D on Taz. But and then at the same hits a five-star frog And then RVD hits a five-star frog splash onto Bubba. And then, like, Spike gets up and just grabs his legs and holds them down so he can't kick out from outside and, the uh, ring. I have to note that JR says, he came from out of nowhere. He's like, no, he didn't. No, we see him. We see where he came yeah. from. Trust we me, we know. He didn't notice he him the first time. He didn't. I wanted to know that there was, uh, early on this match, we had, um, Devon gave a really good right hand where he knocked, uh, where Ta well, I mean, Taz gave Devon a really good right hand and knocked him off the ring, and then Devon came back in a little bit, just in a in a, a little bit, and then gives him an impressive spinning elbow, something I did not think he could do. 
Also, Taz is just his suplexes are so violent. I love it. Damn, no one. <laughs> it's it's not a surprise to me that this isn't like the year where I think he finally shut down and went to commentary. Because and yeah, the shit he's doing to his neck. Speaking of what we 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 you guys mentioned the spinner Rooney. I like. I found it weird. I know he's a heel, but why is the crowd booing the chance that he's going to do it? That's a crowd. Because I think it's a showboating thing. Like they want it to be like, oh, he's he's fucking rubbing it in the guy he's beating's face. But he did that as a face too. <laughs> That's just a I Booker T thing. Booker T like wants to like style on you. The- hit the spin Rooney after a spinebuster or something. Yeah. I do like or, or that, that like, weird running kick he does where like he lifts his leg up and hits you with the side of his leg. Yeah. Yeah. I like he, that kick. He always does do that think... kick and it's like, oh, that's the Booker T kick. Yeah. I do like that he thinks about it before deciding it's probably a better idea to tag in Devon. <laughs> I'm going, ah, eh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, and, and it says, and then I hear a Booker suction. I'm like, wow. He must have been, done something pretty bad. I wish I knew why. Signed with Vince McMahon for, uh, like, a cup of coffee. <laughs> I was with Vince McMahon, and then and, he got bored, and I just sort of went and did my own thing. I, I teamed with Angle for a bit. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, and Booker, uh, a Booker gave a really good spine buster. He spiked Spike Dudley. Sorry, uh, I had uh, to do it. Booker T's, fair enough. Booker T's good. Like, he was legitimately a contender for the World Heavyweight Championship. He has everything Vince wants. Tall, muscular, fast. Uh, Only downside to him is his pigmentation. Jesus Christ. Uh, God damn it, Mega Fighter. That's me thinking like Vince right here. Because think of how long it took. Yeah. Just, I would have fucking put a rocket ship under his ass. Have him just, like, in the main title contention. You don't have to, like, reign of terror Booker T, but I want him to at least get the title a couple times off of, like, whoever has it currently. Speaking of black people, the only uh, only white guy on the opposite team actually got pinned. We we made, we we joked about this, and we were gonna keep a counter on it. Yeah, we were were doing it, we were gonna do a counter gag of, like, every time a black guy jobs out during, like, the MOK memorial. Yeah. But they but didn't do not, it. it. They didn't do it. So props. <laughs> so props. It's a lot better than how they were doing, you know, in modern day, where Kofi Kingston take is taking a curb stomp from Seth Rollins on from Black Seth History Rollins. Month. A Black History Month. That was oh like, wow! I don't remember this. <laughs> I. It was either. I don't know if they were in th- the New Day. I thought I it was Biggie. Was just, no, it, it was. It was Biggie. early New Day when they weren't faces. Yeah. Like it was Shield, were still a thing. Yes, New Day was not yet faces. New, New Day was like the, they were doing the whole like we're obnoxiously positive, please boo us, thing, or something like that. Mm-hmm. At some point, That's at pretty some much point, how they started. Kofi or Biggie takes a curb stomp from Seth Rollins during Black History Month, and it's just like wow. <laughs> Yikes! Did they <laughs> were they acknowledging at the time that it was Black History yes. Month when they did it? They, they, they did that. They did the with... montage of just like celebrating Black History. I just wanted to make sure they were wrestlers, <laughs> and then it's just like Kofi takes a curb stomp. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> just, just that's a, that's a big one on the yikes copter. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, had, I, just, I just had to make sure they were they were still roll out the red carpet. That's a yikes on the. <laughs> 
And uh, also a point that I forgot to mention at the start of the match, when talk, start of the talk of the match was um, RVD has one of a kind back. Oh yeah, they just fucked up and didn't give him the right theme song for the Rumble. And Pretty then much. it's just okay. So now they just yeah. So it's just okay. He does have one of a kind. We either weren't that sure. Or, either either that or or are or we have the earlier theory of maybe they they edited this in for the show for the network. No, no, we actually, we, we, I, I was the one who proposed that, but Ali pointed out, yeah, you can hear the crowd echo or like the echo effect on the, um, okay. on the song. Yeah. It's, it's being played over the crowd mics. Okay. So, um, you know, cut to commercial, come back and Jericho shows up wearing plaid pants and a playboy bunny shirt. <laughs> it, it, they were the checkerboard pants. Excuse yeah, me. They were the I checkerboard didn't... pants. The Scott. So Scott Jericho is the a running character. Scott Jericho. <laughs> yeah. I did not notice his not uh, this outfit at all. It, it, that in his outfit at all. So <laughs> Ali first immediately noticed the, the checkerboard pants. Yeah, so he so he played so he played a bunch of ska while this promo was going on. I have to play ska every time Jericho wears checkered pants. <laughs> yes, but then like midway through, he realizes are those Playboy Bunny logos on his jacket? Yes, and it was like so weird. Otherwise, this was a pretty good promo it was pretty much a oh. promo of like bet you thought i lost the belt fuck all of you <laughs> um as jerica was coming down i was no i i, I was he demands to be taken reason, seriously I just happened to point out uh, i had to happen to know how much he was kissing the belt and a thought came to my head what if jericho kissed the belt so much that it gave him painfully chapped lips <laughs> Yeah, oh, you got the mental image of just Jericho making out, like cradling and making out with a belt. Like, at least it wasn't the hardcore belt. Then he'd get tetanus. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I got lockjaw, baby. Now, now one thing I, I thought about odd about this. Uh, the start of this pro uh, that well it wasn't the start but wait was there about, a uh I, I think there was a rock segment what uh, wait, no it wasn't things. the rock there segment actually a couple odd things overall about jericho this did a gimmick where he pretended to do a phone call to a guy named frank <laughs> it's like oh hey, yeah frank, you want to watch the rock beat up chris jericho oh i love watching chris jericho get beat up Ooh. oh i forgot about that but uh, I forgot about that. We little, did make fun of that, yeah. There was a little odd part where, when he was talking about, when he was saying, you know, you all expected, you all expected The Rock to win, and then he said The Rock three times before he said a lot. The Rock, he said he the, rock the Rock, The Rock, The Rock is on fire. <laughs> anyway, yeah. you know, bam, time to play the game. And yeah, Triple, Triple H, H comes, comes out. out. He's applauding, but he's holding the microphone, so he's just kind of slapping the microphone. <laughs> so it's just, <laughs> it sounds like you know, just like. <laughs> it's like I don't know. If, I don't Hunter, know if stop. my. I don't know if me. Hunter, please. <laughs> I don't know if me clapping my own mic created the same effect or not. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, Triple H is like, "Oh, hey, you won the belt, but I really doubt that you'll make it to WrestleMania with that fucking belt. Whoever I'm facing at WrestleMania is probably not going to be you." And also, we saw a giant sign come up in the background that says, "I will wrestle nude for food." Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I, I saw that. Our sign of the week. 
<laughs> as I put down, because really nothing else was beating that. <laughs> and there were some triers, but... Anyway, it's sort of the raw opening angle, and I hate using, like, the very generic term of, like, you know how, like, a guy will talk, and then someone will come out, and then that guy will talk, and then someone else will come out, and that guy will talk? That, that's yeah. basically what we got here, is Tr Chris Jericho talks, uh, Triple H talks, Kurt Angle talks. Kurt Angle comes out and talks, and he goes, like, you know, I... He was talking about something that happened during the Rumble to Kurt yeah, Angle. Yeah, well, Triple H, Triple H, H was doing... Him, and then doing, we, like, his victory pose where he rips his balls off. Can we stop for a second and go back to the uh, um to what Triple H was saying? Because he he did a thing that bugged me a little bit, where he he said, uh, he said, I beat 29 other men in the Rumble, and I'm going... Why would the baby face say that? It's fine for the heel to do it. I, well, I mean... Uh, that's well, also still, I was uh, going to uh, say, number one, man. Triple H isn't a good face. And number two... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And number two, you still technically beat 29 other people when you're in the Rumble and get number and get yeah, the final position. Yes, but yeah, I guess... Technically, I... technically, you don't even really beat the 29 other men. You beat, like, the amount of men you actually eliminated. Right, right. And if that's... I recall, Triple H eliminated, like, a couple people, like... We, we yeah. said the statistic I, last week. I, I I guess I just would really like it if someone acknowledged that the luck of the draw is involved. Yeah, exactly. I think <laughs> Triple H got, like, 20s. He was in the 20s. Yeah, he was somewhere in the 20s. But the I beat 29 other men, it's like, you, you didn't beat all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Man. It, it, yeah, the, it's, that's something the heel would say. Well, so after Angle talks and claims that Triple H was doing that weird yeah thing where he rips his balls off in the camera cut so you didn't see it. Yeah, that's the thing. It was I think it was supposed to cut to Angle making fun of Triple H, but it didn't. Yeah. So we didn't see it. And I'm like, what the fuck, done? So The Rock comes out and they all fight in the ring and it's like, oh, convenient. This is the main event later. <laughs> Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, that's where it's even worse, where it's doing the people talking and then it leads into like the fight. Isn't this the tag team that's happening later? And they're not doing the thing where like an authority figure comes out and goes, hey, guys, if you want to settle something, how about we do a fucking tag match? Right. No, it's just they were booked for the tag match and just had this brawl because it's like, oh, shit, they're going to be a tag match later. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I, I was thinking about how often when there's a tag match planned later in the show. They usually, a lot of times, don't immediately announce it. Hell, they don't even always have to. Especially with the beat down by Angle and Jericho, The Rock comes in, and that, that can become the reason for the tag match. Yeah. And the only problem is, as you mentioned, that despite being in control of WWE, Vince and Rick aren't really making the matches. They're not so making decisions. The <laughs> So if that's the case, then who the hell is? Like, Ric Flair's <laughs> just cutting weird promo. Ric Flair's just cutting weird promos, and Vince McMahon's in an art house film, so I just don't know who's... <laughs> <laughs> I want to mention one thing before we leave the beatdown segment that I really thought was cool, even if it probably wasn't planned. Triple H goes to, like, he kicks Angle in the gut to set him up for the pedigree, and Angle's wearing, like, a hooded, like, sweatshirt. Oh, so yeah, and, his, and his hoodie flips up. Over, his hood flips up over his face, and I thought, that's that's awesome. Oh, that if, I if I remember, uh, is this the promo where he does it, or is it the, the SmackDown? Because I, I remember him saying to Triple H, is like, hey, you did that weird 
thing you do. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, what we said. About. Aren't you listening? That's what we were talking about with the rip his balls off motion. Because like oh, he, he does that okay. thing where he like you know he lifts both his arms up and he goes. I actually, I actually did that. I didn't know that's what you were referencing. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were referencing. And the camera didn't cut to Angle doing it. It just stayed on Triple H's face. And then cut, and, like, Angle's arms were still up. But, like, <laughs> that was clearly supposed to be a visual gag, and they just fucking missed it. you fucking done. Come on, man. So, commercial. We come back and immediately have a seizure because Edge is coming out. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, and here's time. the thing that I noticed, but I don't know if anyone else noticed. Edge has this weird fluid on his face, and I couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> like, the I, side I, of his face had this, like, weird goop on it. <laughs> I did I, not see that. I didn't see it, but I couldn't see anything. Thanks, Edge. <laughs> I mean, my well, Durango. Thanks to, thanks to whoever does the lighting in his fucking entrance. I, I don't ah. know if he just put the baby oil on his face, and if anyone can tell him you don't have to do that part. I, I don't. <laughs> but he put some ass cream on his face. <laughs> Get some ass cream on there. He got it from Christian, though Christian will deny having supplied it. So, this match is sponsored by The Truth. And yes. slackers. <laughs> slackers. We we had to look that up. We looked up slackers, and it t apparently is some kind of like college comedy movie, and it got like a ten percent oh on my Rotten God, Tomatoes. I'd forgotten about that. It, it's Wait, about like a it? college. It's about like a nerdy college guy blackmailing a bunch of jocks because he knew he knew they cheated on the test. I think I remember a movie called this, but don't, didn't remember what the hell. It anyway, was about. it's dog shit. <laughs> And this was back when the truth was about weed and not just, like, smoking cigarettes. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, don't do a weed. Yeah. The, that so ain't well been around, but now... And by the way, about... this is the, just the fastest drop of a fucking title rematch I've ever seen, because right. we're rematching the day after the Rumble, Edge wants his title back, and he's facing William Regal for the Intercontinental Championship. I was expecting him to get it back on this episode. It seemed like that kind of booking. <laughs> fucking hot potato booking. Yeah. yeah. They've done it before, and they've done it later, so it's not that unusual. It's a the, this is a good match, but at the same time, we saw this match at the Rumble. It was Let it, it wasn't breathe. that good. It was very short. Uh, yes. All I have as notes is uh, Jerry Lawler really likes William Regal's hair, and describes have, Edge as having a rat nest for hair. Oh yeah, he. I actually like that where he where like Jerry Lawler during when he was talking about Regal's hair, he said he complimented the camera work. But that just reminded me of how, like, the thing I've been liking about the commentary this year is it feels like a natural sports broadcast com style commentary of you got, like, a play-by-play -play man, you got a guy telling jokes. Well, now they and, have you know, three people, and, like, two of them are trying to get, like, catchphrases and, and catchphrases and, and other shit over, and, like, one guy's kind of calling the match, but not really... <laughs> And someone's always plugging something. And it someone's trying to plug like... something, or they're trying to use, like, the five or six taglines for each wrestler of, like, you know, the man, the big dog, getting it's his yard. It, it's all about, it's all about, you have to, you have to mention the brand. 
It's you have to imagine this. At its worst. It, it is. To... It is just like this constant parade of just trying to brand everything that they're saying. Yep. You know, get these hands. The the monster among men. Like. It just it never just ends. Just talk, please talk. Like this feels like just two guys. I talking don't need you to shoot like, from the hip. Nothing. Just make observations. <laughs> make observations, which is what we see with Jerry Lawler, where he's at his best because he's he's making observations like Despite what being a got really nice hair. Local pervert, but he's also it, making it, observations. It's fine if you call someone by their nickname as long as it feels like you're saying it. In the, game, it the game, the game, the game, the game, the naturally. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh oh yeah, there was this this random point where the crowd did like a Jim Duggan oh, oh and I just like what? So um William Regal tries to put on his brass knuckles and Edge hits a wheel kick off the top rope. And the yeah. brass knuckles just fucking fly out of his hands and Edge steals them. Oh, by the way, why are they having? Uh, I just wanted to uh, mention why are they having Nick Patrick, a guy who we established in the rubble. As a cricket official, checking for the brass knuckles, unless the idea is to make it seem like he's doing his job while well, still favoring they Regal want, in the end? Because they want you to forget that he's a fucking crooked referee from the NWO. They oh, that's, you forget oh he was? I didn't remember. Yeah, no, that was that. his gimmick. Was he joined the NWO because he was sick of Chris Jericho mistreating him. And then like he left the NWO, and that's why he was like... Such a big deal for why he was refing Stark in '97. And now we got like, the "please forget about it" phase of <laughs> Nick Patrick. WCW, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> please, Basically. please don't. Please forget. So Edge forget. nails William Regal with the brass knuckles. Which is weird, knuckles. considering what happens uh, later. Edge nails William Regal with the brass knuckles. Gets the pin. One, two, and then Nick Patrick like, oh wait a minute. You got brass knuckles on. Because he didn't drop the knuckles. Because, like, when William Regal hits you with the power of the punch, he's quickly stuffing that shit back in his trunks. Or, <laughs> he's, pinning always, or he's throwing it to the side. Yeah, he gets it out of sight of the ref. <laughs> but Edge is just like, yeah, and then he gets DQ'd. <laughs> and then he just immediately punches Nick Patrick. <laughs> then he punches Nick Patrick. Then, he, then Charles Robinson runs out and he spears Charles Robinson. And then another ref comes out. And then out. some OVW out. ref comes out and he gets fucking thrown out the ring. And then this, this kind of weird refs. balding ref gets speared. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I had the note, never gonna stop spearing refs, yeah! <laughs> oh yeah, not also added to the two pounds of alert along with slackers and the truth. They bring up Prime Minister Tony Blair. Yes. I just wanted to uh, note that like, I know that uh, I, I, I like that they're kind of making Edge kind of a wild man, but at the same time, it's like, okay, you punched Nick Patrick. Why the other guys? They didn't do anything. Because he was angry. Because he was angry. I don't I know. I don't know. I, I question his face status when he uses brass knuckles to cheat, which, you know, is sort of turnabout fair play. But he doesn't let go of the brass knuckles, gets himself dq by being an idiot, and then just starts beating up refs out of anger. Yeah. So the ref sort of escorted oh, him out, little, oh, and then hang he... on, hang on, hang on. Shut up! Little... No. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that during the commentary, uh, Jerry actually, uh, like, like they were talking about he, they were talking about um, Regal's power of the punch, and then he says, he's like, he's like, uh, he has the power of the punch. 
He's uh, got the power of the punch, Ty Paul! Mike Tyson had the power punch. Muhammad Ali had the power punch, unlike... Yeah, uh, because Jerry Lawler's gimmick is he doesn't... He's ignoring the fact he's using brass knuckles. Right, 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 but... He punched him with his I, fist, I, I immediately go... I immediately go, um, oh! Jerry... Muhammad Ali did not have that powerful punch. That's not what he was known for. He had decent. <laughs> he had decent punches. He was he was more of an outboxer than an inboxer. He would pretty yeah. much he was or he was like an outboxing counterpuncher. He would like try and tire people out, and then use combinations to, to finish them off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was more like he was more of the guy that would like he was like. But he's not the boring counterpuncher like fucking. He would like shuffle back and forth and make you and make you miss. Or he'd rope a dope and like make all your blows kind of not hurt that bad. Right. He wasn't boring like you were about to say. Fucking like Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather because he, Floyd Mayweather's also a counterpuncher, but he just sort of like stays back all the match and then just wins by decision most of the time. And like winning by decision is a fucking coward's move. You you go for that TKO, motherfucker. Either, it's a coward's move if you're a counterpuncher, because it's just you're basically you're saying, not countering oh, like enough. <laughs> you're not countering enough, you baby. <laughs> Let's see if we can get beat up by Floyd Mayweather by by the end of the year. Floyd currency Mayweather. <laughs> I apologize for interrupting you, Ali. I just wanted to mention that. That's <laughs> oh, fine. So. Uh, Edge is escorted out, and he sort of like does this weird smile while backing up through the parking lot. <laughs> like, uh, hey, it, hey, it's, hey, it's yeah, it's more, he, it's more, it's more of the. He Edge did that. Gonna be, he's going to be known for later. He did that all the way to the next venue. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now Kane's nipples, and then Kane's nipples. I oh, didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice this about his about his fucking. His singlet is the fact that his like the black parts are like a weird mesh thing. Yeah, so that was the thing about Kane's O2 costume. He doesn't have the new mask yet, where it kind of reveals his jaw, but he's wearing like sort of like a semi-see-through fishnet <laughs> kind yeah. of on top. Yeah, the mesh thing, and it just so you can absolutely see his nipples, and it's just like Kane's why nipples. does it? Like, the red parts aren't see-through like the black, so it's like, why can't the black be more opaque? I don't know, maybe maybe he wants it to breathe easier. Maybe. Pain's balls. <laughs> no, we didn't see those, thankfully. I have nipple so, sweat. So, Big I Show shows up. Big I show must make sure I don't have nipple sweat. <laughs> Big Show shows up to talk to Kane, and he just goes like, Hey, you that threw me out of the ring, that's pretty impressive. No lot yeah, of people throw me out nice. of the ring. And here's the thing. How many Royal Rumbles has Big Show won so far? Fucking one. One so but he far? had Well, because he won the um he won the two thousand rumble, but that was a technicality. Because he didn't get okay, I'm trying to remember how it went. It was so, like Rock Shen, Rock shenanigans him out of the rumble. So he's been in a few rumbles. He's been in That means he's been like, thrown out more than once. <laughs> I feel like he may have been in one rumble. I think he's more talking about the I uh, uh, I don't just maybe just maybe this is the first time someone's actually picked him uh, the entire weight of them up and thrown him over. Yeah, doing it single-handedly. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, like... Okay, but wasn't... yeah, Big Show's impressed, and he's just like, I respect you, man, but next time we fight, it won't be the same. And then they kind of do, like, a weird handshake. 
Yeah, where they get really up close and tight. And they're Another attack team, I guess. Just Subtle homoeroticism, ladies and gentlemen. Subtle homoeroticism. And speaking <laughs> of subtle homoeroticism, <laughs> William and Charles. Dead. Yes. <laughs> William and Charles. <laughs> Billy yes. and Chuck are like, hey, man, we like big red things, too. You want a cane headband? <laughs> man, we were so upset when he didn't take the cane headband. <laughs> I wanted Kane to take the headband. <laughs> that would have been so great. Something I Billy, Chuck, Kane. <laughs> something I immediately noticed is that is that Kane is talking essentially normally here, and I'm just like wondering how long has he actually been talking under He's the mask? He's been talking under the point. mask since like 2000. Okay. Yeah, like it, it was like voice box, then Paul Bearer, and then he just started talking like normal. I think it went like Paul Bearer, voice box, Paul Bearer, then I can talk now. I think it was after he joined up with X Pac, and yeah. he and he said, "Suck it." <laughs> uh, I don't well, know. Maybe wasn't, wasn't that like essentially still kind of voice box? Was like maybe. I don't remember because he he did he was using his voice, but it was meant to sound like he was talking through the voice box. Yeah, That's yeah. He did it he was like suck it, suck it. <laughs> so Billy and Chuck give Kane a headband, and Kane is like so upset by it that he just like <laughs> throws it down in disgust, and, and they then beat just, him up. And then Chuck Fuck just spears him headband. into a door, and they both beat him up. <laughs> Man, Kane, you could have made friends here. You could have accepted the headband. Then we <laughs> cut to strangely shirtless Kurt Hennig. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Hennig just kind of shows up, shirtless, no singlet, and talks to Deborah and sort of like vaguely flirts with her, and the, it's slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> Especially oh, yeah. because of the shirtlessness and the fact that we can see Kurt Hennig's like awful blonde chest hair. Yes. Can I just say, if you're a natural blonde, don't do not do chest hair and don't do facial hair. Speaking of not being a natural blonde, Ric Flair comes <laughs> Ah, yes. Um, we have an ongoing thing of the Ric Flair drunk meter where I try and assess how drunk I think he is. I currently have one beer for courage. One I think beer he's, for courage. I think he's a little buzzed just so he could get the, get the willies out, you know? <laughs> I don't. I did not take notes on this because I can't. I think it was just him talking about how he kicked Vince McMahon's ass. Oh yeah, he kicked Vince McMahon's Pretty ass, much. and he showed the pictures that Reed took. One was like a really blurry. Actually, he said it was his, it was daughter, so that, wouldn't that have been Ashley? No, he has no, to no, Reed, no, Reed, Reed, Reed and Megan were at the show. Okay, it was Megan, probably Megan then. So yeah. we, first picture was a really blurry picture of Ric Flair, like taking his yeah, robe off. Was, why would he show that as the first photo? And then the second picture is the picture they taught during they took during that brawl they did, where like they're both bleeding and Vince McMahon is glaring into the amp camera, fucking cross-eyed. <laughs> I bet he so did that on fucking is, purpose. <laughs> so what we're saying is that Reed is a shitty cameraman. Not, not as bad as The Rock. A, sh a shitty photographer, excuse me. Not as a bad it's not camera. Reed, though. Megan. No, no, Reed, no, we had the camera. Oh, Reed well. and Megan were both at the show. I think Reed was the one that... Vince Reed the had the camera. camera. Megan didn't. Yeah. He was... But Rick was saying Megan was the one doing the shots, though. I thought he said Reed. Okay, maybe... maybe he was saying my daughter. He's saying that's part of the problem. He's Reed's like, my, my daughter. daughter <laughs> <laughs> look, look, Ric Flair's drunk. Okay, 
Did I just say Reed? Does Reed was saying that? I'm sorry. No, I'm just Rick Flair's drunk. Okay. Okay. So Vince so. McMahon comes out and starts acting like a real pervert. <laughs> yes. Oh God, I forgot. Just like, he really. You all lose. Oh yeah, he said everyone at the Royal Rumble lost, and it's like nobody it, wins. What did, does every? Are you retroactively saying that everybody lost their matches? <laughs> yeah. And then he just <laughs> makes a weird face and just slowly backs out of the fucking arena. God, he was so creepy. He is saying, you know, he says, "I'm gonna do something." I'm, I'm gonna I'm, do something I'm, fucked up, yo. Pretty much. <laughs> And, I, and so, given what we end up, when he ends up doing at Royal Rumble, I, am I the only one feeling like he wished, uh, wish he was less vague about this? I know they wanted to build this, but like, give us some hints that some people who who have the knowledge to figure it out can 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 go can take on this. Here's the yeah. thing, Rocktan. They can't do that because sometimes they don't know what they're doing either. They're just That's hinting true. at. A thing happening. That's true. Yeah. Um. Here's this was my uh, uh, the idea I came up for for this promo. I go. He goes. NWO, and then he just runs away. <laughs> no, that would be you funny. can't catch that me. Ah. Uh, my ah. idea would be like, yeah, Rick, I lost at the Rumble, but you know that I don't take losing well. I've been losing for a while right now, and I hate it. But the end, the end, Rick. I always win. Even if I have to do something drastic. Something that I, I even can't come back from. At least not easily. I always win. You gotta be more of a pervert, Roxanne. You can't just... <laughs> See, Rick, I'll always win. win. <laughs> I always win. And then you do <sighs> something with your tongue. <sighs> See, Rick? <sighs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to get into prime pervert Vince Man. <laughs> I always win. See, Rick, before you came... <sighs> There was something you had to deal with. Even if you didn't deal with it directly, it affected everyone else around I'm freeballing right now, Rick. Hell, it even affected me. Just like right now, I started losing. Oh, that, that fucking hurts my throat to keep doing that. Yeah. I'm gonna put my tongue in your ear, Rick. Okay, I'll just do it normally. I had to change everything just to start winning again. You may not understand it yet, Rick, but I'm about to do something I'm going to regret. And this time, I'm, I'm not sure even myself. I can come back from it this time. But by God, I will find a way to win, Rick, because I always do. And then he can do the, you'll see, Rick. Yes. You'll see. <laughs> also, um... But that, that, was, that was my idea to, like, hint that was my answer what he was doing. Anyway, uh, hello, ladies. Vaguely <laughs> mentioned that he's talking about the NWO. The ladies still. are greeted, and Val Venus comes out. We must greet the ladies. Why am I still rubbing my nipples? Oh, Vince McMahon. <laughs> That's how I get into my pervert Vince McMahon mode. I thought you I had always... to like pretend. I thought you had to mimic just waking up from a pile of cocaine. Oh yeah, I, I, didn't do my, I didn't do my snort. I did not do my snort and my primal <laughs> orgasmic growl. That I always do with my Vince McMahon impression. Right, I'm right. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> ah, oh, it's feel, important. It's important to stick to routine, folks. I feel so alive. 
nothing says Monday Night Raw like doing a bump. Yes. <laughs> and now we are here with a professional greeter of ladies, Val Venus. You know, Ooh. Val, if you're going to come across the as the guy that can woo the ladies, maybe you should try to make your voice smoother and get rid Jesus, of that growling yeah. distortion. Yeah, at least if you're going for (laughs) okay maybe not like that (laughs) at least at least if he was going for the stereotype guy that's trying to like to fuck (laughs) stereotype of the guy that doesn't have a clue and thinks they can woo the ladies by being smooth no because they're selling the gimmick as he still can have you seen his titantron it's all fucking like sex metaphors I'm just saying if he's going for that stereotype, it should be like, hello, lady. <laughs> so, so Val Venus decides to rub himself and then stops before he takes his towel off because he wants one of the women in the audience to take off his towel. Who wants to see the big Valbowski's big fat honky wiener? All right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we get a segment very much like like a Rick Rude taking off the rope, but here it's like, I want a lady to take off my towel. So we cut to a blonde woman. Did did Rick Rude take off a towel? Because I don't remember. No, he took off a robe. He he always takes his robe robe, off. So, oh yeah. Jerry Lawler mentions that he hopes it's not someone in a turtleneck sweater, and I don't know why. Yeah, I had that on my notes of Jerry Lawler hates turtlenecks, which is how I knew we were talking about this segment. Where it's just yeah, and there's like a whole bunch of women just like yeah, and then there's me, just me, like me. a very generic just blonde woman that is clearly not a plant, and uh, Valvina's <laughs> is like you with the with the with the hair and uh, uh, and uh, 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 and uh, and uh, uh, like, what does that cringe. mean? <laughs> that made me cringe instantly. <laughs> Why don't you come up to the ring and find out what's under my towel? It's not a gun, I swear. <laughs> promise it's not a good anyway yeah and we, comes up and takes off his towel and then the and like whips around and then they kiss and i will argue this i feel like this was consensual you kind of thought it was a bit I of a thought he, i thought he sort of like forced himself into a kiss but Al- well he le- he leaned in and she leaned in as well so she didn't lean back or anything that would have that would have been a problem and um Here's the thing. Sometimes I mispronounce words, and sometimes I misread words. And when Mr. Perfect's hit, theme hit, I just called him Mr. Precum. <laughs> <laughs> you had that ring down? <laughs> no, it's just something I remember. Uh, okay. So we're, we're think... in for... So I got well, very... Well, we are dealing with Val Venus, so it's not that surprising. <laughs> so this is the Battle of the Towels, because... Mr. Perfect had a towel and so did Val Venus, even though fucking I, Mr. Perfect threw his yeah. towel when he was getting in the ring. I immediately go, uh, I immediately go, we're having Val Venus for Mr. Perfect for no reason that I can discern. No, no, the reason is so Stone Cold can go beat up Kurt, go beat up Kurt Hennig. Yeah. And why is he beating up because Kurt Because he talks vaguely... shit about his wife. Or but he talks shit about Austin. Or he How did Austin in. find out? Did he, he watch the show? He watched the TV. <laughs> okay. He tuned in. He, it, he was watching Rikishi's ass on the nine. <laughs> ass on the nines. Weather on the eights. Kurt Hennig flirting with his wife on the tens. Don't, what do you know? Yeah, yeah it, it was Rikishi's ass on the nines. And then it cut to Kurt Hennig. 
flirting with vague flirting with his wife. And so he decided to beat up. So uh, he stunners fucking Kurt Hennig. And then Max is over. Val Venus sort of grabs a mic and goes like, I wouldn't talk behind your back. I would say it Actually, to your face. He... And also I'd fuck your wife. <laughs> exactly. He goes like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't Actually, like, flirt with he, your wife. Didn't he attack him with a steel chair first? No. No. Well, he, no, no. The beatdown came after the promo. He oh. might have. He might have attacked Kurt Hennig. With I swear, it was, I no. The, the steel chair was first. It either it was either first. It was after he, he started. Beat, he didn't do a beat down after the promo. The he just did the promo and left. And then no, I remember him hitting a stunner on Venus. And then Stone. Well, yeah, Cold. he did. But it, that was before. And then Stone yeah. Cold, who's holding a mic, inhales and then just immediately stunners Val Venus. And then gets down and just goes, what, 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 a few notes. One of which is, the big Valboski would look you square in the eyes and fuck your wife. The other is, I would probably want, I would look you square in the eye, even though my penis doesn't have eyes. Because both competitors have towels, we started talking about a theoretical towel match. Between yes. the two, the towel match, where it's like a strap match. Where, where no, you no, you got towel. like a long towel tying both their wrists, and they got a towel in their other hand, and they have to whip them with the towel. Oh my god! And touch and touch all corners, all four corners. To, and it has to be whipped, and, and the only towel hits can be on the ass. <laughs> and oh the goodness. only towel hits can be on the ass. I and I'll be honest. That sounds like a terrible match, but I would probably watch it. <laughs> so, uh, another thing we noticed is uh, Steve Austin went down to his local Walmart or Sears, and he purchased a digital watch so he can look at it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a watch now. Arm. <laughs> he actually, actually is wearing a watch. Oh, yeah, then he cuts the promo talking about the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. No, no, he, first of all, he describes various currencies. <laughs> That's right. I don't remember the context of him describing various currencies. And then he starts saying, like, I'm going to tell you guys, the crowd, the, a story. A story about a man named Jed. <laughs> Actually, what he does is, like, I'm not going to store. I'm not going to tell you the the story of the man named Jed. Uh, but then he starts doing it anyway. He starts doing it anyway. <laughs> and I'm like, crude, if you're not, oil. if this isn't the story of the Better Heller Bellies, then why are you reciting it? <laughs> He's like essentially saying, I'm not here to tell I'm not here to tell you a story. But I'll tell you anyway just to waste your time. Tell a story about a man named Jed. There's a fucking song by Weird Al about it. You don't have to you don't have to cover it, Stone Cold. It's fine. <laughs> Move down to Beverly. <laughs> and then he Also that he... version doesn't have slurs in it. <laughs> uh. And uh he then announces that he's going to be in the next Royal Rumble, the 2003 Royal Rumble. We'll, we'll, we'll see you on that. <laughs> we, the, the, there's what chance going on throughout, because of course there are. And at one point, Austin says, I'm going to torture somebody. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you also missed hoodwinked, bamboozled, uh, flabbergasted, schmeckledorfed. <laughs> But yeah, he says, I'm going to torture somebody. And me and Allie were just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I, when I heard that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and we would have loved it if the crowd actually just kind of like went like, huh, The what, what? chants sort of go from like, what? Started, to like, wait, what? 
and he was started and he started saying something I forget what it was now, but he was saying something that like I've heard like black preachers say. It was like what? I forget. I can't. I just can't remember what it was. It was like what the fuck? <laughs> no, he was like saying, "Can you can you hear me, sisters?" or something. I don't remember this part of the of the promo mainly because all I remember was I'm gonna torture somebody. Anyway, Man, I, I wish I remembered what he said it was, but yeah. So yeah, the whole purpose was just to say he's in the Rumble next year, and I'm thinking that's not exactly. Oh, and also that he's gonna kick someone's ass at WrestleMania, regardless of if he's in a title match or not. That was the other thing. He was oh, gonna I say. missed that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, being in the Royal Rumble next. Either way, this is not exactly big news on the level of Rock versus Cena at Mania in a year's time. And I'm thinking, why was this promo necessary at all? Because he's just he's telling people that he's going to have a match at WrestleMania, even if he's not for any title. Why? I'm going to have a non-title ma- Because people wanted to watch Stone Cold. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah, Stone Cold's over. It's not a Roman Reigns thing where they're forcing Stone Cold to be over. Stone Cold's over enough that some people wouldn't buy WrestleMania X8 unless he was on the card. Well, I mean, why wouldn't he be, though? <laughs> I guess... That... But because they wanted Stone Cold to cut a promo. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Do you understand what a crowd is, Rock <laughs> Yeah, I guess. It's... It is, I guess the way they did it just made the whole promo felt unnecessary. Like, they could have, like, this could have been, like, done really fast, but it was, like, it felt like a mostly a waste of time until it, that they you got two hours, Rock Tan. They got to fill it out somehow. Yes. Not with wrestling, of course. This, that would be, that would be of silly. Course. Well, so, speaking of wrestling, we got a tag match now. Big show. Wait, no. Billy and Chuck. <laughs> It's or as Lee Garcia announces them as Chuck and Billy. Chuck and Billy, Billy and Chuck, William and Charles, as I call them. <laughs> Billy and Chucky, as 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 Jerry Lawler keeps trying to get over, versus Kane and the Big Show. Yeah, Big Show just or suddenly who- shows up as a tag team partner, despite it being kind of a handicap match, or at least implied to be a handicap match. So Big Show and Kane are a tag team now. And referee and- Penny Long is here to officiate this tag team match, player. And this match was very short. Big Show like pulled his singlet down to show his nipples off, and then when he ran because the he ropes, was the only one without his nipples out. And, and then when he ran hung. the ropes, he knocked Kane off the apron. He was the only one who wasn't with his nipples out, so he felt left out. A strange thing happened just as they uh, as they were going on the ramp before, uh, as they were as they before the match started, or like, it was actually just as the match is starting. Suddenly, Kane does his pyro bit. Like, oh yeah, that was like, a weird he, he, spot to do that. Yeah, it was very weird. Yeah, he did it like after the match started, right? It yeah. was just as the match as was starting essentially. Yeah, usually <laughs> maybe Kane forgot. Maybe <laughs> Kane forgot, and he was like, "Ah, oh, shit, I gotta hold on." Because Big Show came out, I guess. So ah, fuck it, boom. Ah, uh, uh, boom. Uh, gay joke count surprisingly zero. Yeah, no gay I have jokes. To, I, I have to do my have to do my promo, even though even though the match has started already. Yeah, just no gay jokes. Good good job. Good job, WB. I'm surprised and impressed. So we cut to the back, and Triple H is talking to the Rock, and the Rock is talking about how Triple H has to like squint and scowl at everyone all the time. I do like I did like that. <laughs> 
Him making fun of Triple H's scowl was pretty funny. I don't remember what he said. <laughs> I don't. There's just it was I, just grumblings about how The Rock isn't in the main title picture now. Yeah, I barely remember the promo. I did not take notes on it at all. Anyway, was, uh, this next match is sponsored by one eight hundred Call AT and T. Ah, oh my! Is <laughs> it also sponsored by Blockbuster? or Was that something else? No, that was later. That's okay. later. Okay. So there's a recap from the Slam of the Night, sponsored by you know Call Collect, about how Maven pretty much eliminated the Undertaker at the Royal Rumble, and then with the Undertaker murdered. Strange Maven. angelic music playing over the whole thing. Thanks to this recap, actually, I can say that Mega Fighter was right. Taker did eliminate him because I yeah. actually saw it. Ha- they showed it happening. Which brings me to something that has always bugged me about Rumble. Something I mentioned on the C-Show. Someone who gets eliminated should not be able to then do it to someone else. Oh, fine if they don't, be a, a- don't be a fuddy-duddy. That's kind of the thing about the Rumble. I guess. Yeah, I always, that always bugs Bullshit me. Bullshit always happens. People hide under the fucking ring. Over the re- ropes for revenge or beat down. Scotty Too Hotty got his fucking. Count. Scotty Too Hotty got his fucking face punched in before he came out. <laughs> several, several for several rumbles, in fact. Well, yeah, that's true. And then we get the Godfather. D- no, we get WWF New York specifically. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, the APA. Bradshaw and Farouk are drinking and smoking at WWF New York, and, this, and there was a, a child sitting behind the two of them, looking very uncomfortable. And they have a bunch of plates of food that don't look like they've really been eating them. I want those fries. Are you gonna eat? Are you gonna eat those chicken wings, dude? I want some of those fries, man. You want some? You want a French fries? I want a French fries. <laughs> I feel like we're not talking about the matches because they're so repetitive. They're so but... repetitive, or they just—they're so short that you may as well not have had them. Yeah, like but at least I don't these even... weird segments they keep doing are something worth talking about. Yeah, like Kane, Kane, and Big Show versus Billy and Chuck. All we remember was like the Kane or the Big Show fucking up a thing, and then getting pinned. Yeah, mm-hmm. Big Show knocked Kane off the apron and then got pinned. Oh, didn't he? What, didn't it he was a dirty. Like a it was a. Uh, really it was a dirty pin. Because it um, was basically um, what happened is, yeah, Chuck, like, like I think Chuck held him down. Big Show got thrown into the ropes while Kane was on the apron and and inadvertently knocked him off. Yeah. Something like that. And then Kane's acting like you did that on purpose. Did we cut to... Actually, there was no segment of Kane and Big Show arguing that, that day. Yeah, that oh, was what? weird. Okay. It just kind of ended. Anyway, we cut like to the argument. Godfather, who's just doing pimp stuff in the back, except he has, he claims that he went legit, and his escorts are no longer his hoes. They are his escorts. It's an escort service, which I still feel And is then a he made to... a very surprisingly progressive statement about, like, these women choose to make money. Yeah. Oh, and uh, it's I their to, decision I, to be my escorts, and I'm like, go Godfather. <laughs> Wasn't it like you went woke Godfather like... and then you went unwoke Godfather? Oh yeah, because he went like, because everybody wants to see ass. <laughs> and I was like, okay, unwoke Godfather. 
if the if the god I have I had the thought if the Godfather is a legit and has escorts instead of hoes, does this he means have to he has to change his cat train the or escort train? <laughs> chug chug. I, yeah, I still well, wonder he, if this... wouldn't that also mean he yeah wouldn't he have to get rid of pimping it easy because it's not it's not pimps quite up pimp legitimate businessmen up escorts down. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this is a reference to the fact that Charles Wright actually did own a strip club around this he time. He looks fucking great, by the way. I really appreciate the fact he, like, lost weight and he looks good. Oh, he yeah. does look really good. He looks really good. I don't, like, props to props to Charles. Oh, uh, by the way, by the way, when uh, when Goddard was coming out, I, I heard Jerry say this and Emily went, oh my god. He goes, Wrap your thighs around right my it. face, huh? This is rated PG for puppies are good. Go to hell, Lawler. It's not rated PG. It's rated TV 14. <laughs> At least Raw is. <laughs> that's that's what I saw on the network on the network rating. So the Godfather brings out some women and says, everybody wants to look at ass. And then He's like, all right, ladies, show them what you got. And then, like, this weird industrial music started playing, and I was confused, but it turns out it was just Lance Storm's theme. <laughs> oh, by the way, he, 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 he says, if you want if you want, if you you want, want an escort, call 1-800-GOTH-FATHER. And, I, and it's like, too and many I, letters. You can't. Too many letters. Too many I wonder letters. how many guys actually tried to call that. It's, 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 it's too, too many, many letters. It's too many, it's too many letters. You gotta have you seven. Call AT and T. Call AT and T. Has seven. <laughs> this says eight. <laughs> you hello, done. I'm only on. Uh, uh, hello, I'm only on T. Hot singles. How did you know and, I was calling? One eight hundred Godf. One eight hundred Godfet. Godf. No Godf. It would. It'd be G O D F. Godf. No, that's wrong. It would be one eight hundred G O D F A T H. E. Oh, Godfath. Godfath. You should have just done like 1 800. Well, no, it'd be G O D F A T H. So Godfath. Or Godfath, <laughs> as I call it. Hello, I'm only on H. How did you know I was calling? Uh, we'll, figure out, we'll figure out a better 1 800 number. Was so, there. I. The ladies start dancing to Lance Storm's theme, and Lance Storm comes out and goes, <laughs> You have tainted the wrestling ring with your various female escorts. Like a. And then he made some kind of reference to, like, a three legged donkey isn't a donkey. He said that his business was as legitimate as a three legged donkey, and that a three legged donkey isn't legitimate. But, but I, I, I contend this. What if what if you had what if the donkey had gotten like gangrene and had to have its leg cut off, Landstorm? Does that make that donkey any less legitimate? Does it turn a donkey into a wheelbarrow, Landstorm? Answer it's us. Not, <laughs> at one point, he, at one point, as he say that, he says whatever, as if he, as if like someone told him. Is it, it's, did someone give this as a script and he actually like someone fed him that it. line? <laughs> Yeah, fed him that line, and he and he goes, "I actually have to say this." And then he either that or like, yeah, I think like it was part of the script of like he went on a, like a tangent, and then it's like, oh, whatever. But it's yeah. still, it's just that was I that, that why, was I why Lance like, Storm wasn't said, able to get over. So Lance Storm marches down to the ring and gets hoe trained, or I mean, escort trained. I don't know. <laughs> gets escort trained by. Uh, I'm which, glad I which, came up with that. I that thought. <laughs> escort train sounds actually way weirder. <laughs> Get on the escort train. 
like 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 Godfather trained him in how to be a professional escort. <laughs> Make sure you know how to talk to the ladies, Lance. <laughs> Wind them and dine them. Make sure you get weirdest. your money though. Don't let it. Don't let anyone touch your dick unless they pay for it. <laughs> so yeah, Godfather beats up uh, beats beats up Lance from he 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 gets Lance out strong. of there. And I th- and I'm thinking, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing this too in a match if they continue this from here. Maybe so yeah, but... we cut to gold dust. Yes, we cut from sex stuff to more sex stuff. With gold, gold dust, dust is talking about <laughs> quotes from The Godfather Three. God, yes, he does every time I'm out. They pull me back, back in. Al Pacino, Godfather Part Three. Which is that a joke on the fact that we just had a Godfather segment? Probably. Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> I thought of that when like he was talking. I was like, oh my god, is that what that's a joke on? Anyway, remember the name Gold Dust. Remember the Shop. name Gold Dust. All he, that stuff. He's, he's something hinting. Got, he's hinting that he he's talking with about some uh, uh, a he, and him. but he doesn't. We don't him. have any idea who he's talking about. The Powerpuff I, Girls villain, him. very appropriate that's great so we cut to the back Stephanie's complaining about everything oh that uggo Stephanie in her turtleneck sweater her fucking turtleneck sweater god Jerry Lawler would would think she's just the biggest pile of dog shit yeah so she's complaining to Triple H which is a recurring part of these shows you I don't know. I was, this you know, I was actually thinking that. I wonder if um, Steph and Trips were actually having like problems in their real life. They weren't married yet. They weren't married yet. They were. Oh, they weren't. Oh, I okay. don't know if they were even dating. They, they married point. later. Okay, but well, they at least had a relationship. So I'm just wondering if they were. And Honestly, then, given how this was after like the China firing and stuff, I can see that. Yeah, I'm just like I'm just wondering if they were, and they used that as a way to as as to add to the as a story bit that decided to use it. Yeah, possibly. Maybe they decided. Maybe they decided. You know, we we keep yelling at each other. Maybe if we yell each other in the ring, we'll go back home and be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I love you so much." <laughs> That, I don't, I don't think know. That's how you, I don't think that's a. a, a the only thing I wish is I wish Godfather, or I mean, or I wish Goldust somehow. I wish Goldust <laughs> only quoted bad movies. <laughs> I'd love that. I oh, would, that's I a would, lot of fish. Godzilla, Godzilla 1999. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, it wouldn't be. It'd be that's a lot of fish. Matthew Broderick, Godzilla. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's the actor it's the actor and then the movie. I gotta think of more bad lines. Fuck. Well we'll work on it. Uh, uh, I apart, we, Lisa. Oh I Tommy got I got Maso, one. The room. I get I got I, I got one. I get I got one. I hate sand. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. Star Wars Christian one. The Star Menace. That was episode <laughs> two, damn it. Oh, episode two. Hayden I'm sorry. Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Star Wars yeah. episode two. The Clone Wars. It was Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Of You're you. both Fuck fired. You. Fuck you. <laughs> You're both fired. Fuck you. <laughs> Prequel trilogy. 
for shit. Fuck you. <laughs> Brian Johnson fanboys. <laughs> you don't tell me that. <laughs> what? Before you even learn to spell your John Travolta Battlefield Earth. <laughs> I didn't cut off, but I got you. Yeah. Or I, actually, that's not the full quote. Before you learn to spell your name, I was conquering galaxies. Well, I was being trained to conquer galaxies. I'm yeah. I'm going to take their face off. Off. Nicholas Cage. That wasn't a bad movie. Face Fuck off. you. Okay. Oh, let's no, it was corny. I loved it. It's just. <laughs> I, it's not the best movie in the world. It's but silly. God damn, it's it's silly. <laughs> Man, we are really avoiding talking about this main event tag match. It's a main event tag match. <laughs> that is the only note I have is this was a main event tag match. The Rock got, a, got his win back after Jericho hit Angle with the bell on accident. Yes, that it is was, that is all we. It was very was standard tag match shit. Pretty much, I will. Uh, there is something I noticed. Uh, no, no, noted about this. Um, you know, Rock does the spine buster, and once again, Jr. says spine on the spine. He said that every week so far. I actually figured out what that means, and I can't believe I didn't realize it before. It's under about the sex. Ring, under, under the, the ring, ring, there's wood. Yes. There is so the spine buster on <laughs> the wood. That's the conclusion we've come to. <laughs> but Under the, problem... the ring, there's wood. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I get what he's saying. It's it's he's saying he hit him with a spine buster onto the wood of the mat. But the problem the with that is they usually make a point to mention when someone pulls off the mat during a match. So it sort of makes sense. Well, it rhymes and JR's going to fucking use it. So you should. <laughs> well, you know what? What does JR know? The fucking, the fucking floor mats are made of the fucking, the fucking floor mats are made of oak. <laughs> A spine on the mahogany. <laughs> A spine on the corkboard. A oh, spine God. on yeah, the teeth. Yeah, that's the, that's the other, that's the other problem. Well, the corkboard would be hilariously broken. <laughs> yeah. That's the other problem with that quote. How does he know that the wood that the wood they use underneath is pine? Hey, 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 Nick Fighter, hey, Birch, Birch, Birch. <laughs> in jokes, um, yeah, <laughs> obscure, super obscure in jokes, yes. I was I ran out of Birch when I was making a Minecraft house with Mega Fighter, and Mega Fighter just shows up and he's just like, hey, hey. Birch. <laughs> just <laughs> throws some at me. <laughs> I, I said it in a really aggressive way, so it's just like, what? But that was raw. That was raw. I didn't like it. <laughs> I, yeah, it was like, there was some fun parts to it, but otherwise, like, the wrestling here is so disappointing. I think it might be because it's post, it's post pay-per-view, so everyone's kind of exhausted. But, <laughs> It's just a lot of a lot of like copying and a lot of weirdness. So we do a recap of what happened, like a mixture of what happened at the Rumble and what happened on Raw for the opening of SmackDown about how Vince McMahon lost at the Rumble, lost, lost, lost at the Royal Rumble, lost, <laughs> Vince lost. He lost the Royal Rumble. He lost at the Royal Rumble. He lost. Oh, yeah. He lost the oh, Royal yeah. Rumble. He lost the lost, lost, lost the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I, can we talk about the fucking grayscaling only covering their faces? Yeah, and like, it wouldn't. You know, 
It wouldn't, yeah, because it wouldn't God. cut in right away. And then they started like giving Vince McMahon red eyes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because creepy pasta when they sent Creepy pasta Vince McMahon. Because usually when they sent to the blood, they grayscale like the whole screen. Oh, so they it, kept like, repeating "lost at the Royal Rumble." <laughs> And also regret. <laughs> and regret, regret. Regret, regret. This was so... I, I don't remember any of the editing, but I do have the note of what is this editing? <laughs> no, no. It, it, and, like, fucking Phoenix Wright music was playing over it pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is this weird-ass stock music they're using? I don't know. So, I'm so SmackDown starts. They're still in South Carolina. I think they're in a different town, though. No, North they're, they're, Cal- North they're Charleston. in North Charleston Coliseum, yes. Okay. RVD just fights William Regal for some reason. They have a match. And RVD and just all- wins in, like, a minute. <laughs> That's why I had, yeah. what the fuck was this? This was a total squash. He yeah. destroyed William Regal, who... This was a non-title match, by the way, but he just wrecked his shit. I feel like I feel like they should have just retconned it and said, "Oh yeah, now this was for the title. Here you go, RVD. You deserve it for just so destroying after, him so quickly." After RVD, yeah, just, I, that, that's what my question is. It's like after RVD just obliterates William Regal, Edge runs in wearing straight clothes and beats down William Regal some more. I feel bad well, that, for William that's Regal. fine, I, 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 but like. Why didn't you just have him do that? <laughs> Why not have a point where, where Edge spears Regal and costs him a match against RVD that's a little yeah, more competitive? You know, that not... would have worked better. It's like, have the match start, Edge comes out, spears him, and interrupts. It's Something so... like that. Just this, like... Regal didn't I know... need to be pinned. That's the thing. I know, and I know this is uh, this is a kind of a problem they've... they've, they've done over the years is when like oh we can't have this person win so there's gonna be so they rely on shenanigans way too much like i get cowardly heel but it just feels like why did rob van dam win he's not even like part of any feud they just they just ping pong rvd into matches they're like uh we don't have a second guy rvd (laughs) they just squashed a william regal it's like what what was this because despite william regal's talent at wrestling, he still cheats to win because it's easier for him, and he feels like it's a more sure thing. That's why he does it. It's not because he's bad. No, he's a fantastic wrestler. And also, RVD's another not thing, like a thing powerhouse. He's the athletics guy. Another yeah, Robin Dam is just the guy who's like super athletic and does flippy shit. It's... You know, another thing you could have done is have... RVD like come out and maybe aggressive um, initially and then throw him into the ring and like maybe go for the five star and as just as he's like have that have a a few seconds where William Regal pulls the brass knuckles out and he hits him as he's coming down or something like that. Something, you know, hear that or like have him try to put on the brass knuckles <clears throat> and then RVD does like a fucking back spin kick and just knocks that shit out of his hand. And then, yeah. then William Regal's like, oh, fuck, I gotta wrestle him for real now. <laughs> but at some point, you should still interrupt the match with Edge. Allie, how, 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 long, how, how long was this match? Um, I actually have statistics because I got kind of mad about something that happened later, and I stopped doing my notes. This was yes. 42 seconds. 
So we've probably talked about this match longer than the match actually was. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to the next match because I think do we just go right into the this next match? Like, yeah. I, I, again, it is like we. No, we, no. It cuts well, to Vince being a spooky pervert. A pro- shenanigans okay. can be a problem. So, but in this case, I think it made would make make more sense. This is a pretty up. popular promo segment if you know what it is, but. We were just kind of sitting there watching Vince McMahon holding a cup <laughs> and just yeah, muttering right. random things about cancer that aren't true. <laughs> I see you're drinking from a cup. <laughs> well, then we made a joke about Hard Ticket to Hawaii, <laughs> about us <laughs> like, WWE has been bitten by a snake who was <laughs> injected with the blood of cancer. Blood of cancer-infected rats. <laughs> 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 Oh man, if I knew that voice, that actor's name was it? No, it wasn't. Okay, why did I think it was um the fucking the 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 guy who always drinks that gets featured on Best of the Worst? And this is going to be a theme through Shit, the whole night. Where uh, how many times did he's we... in like so many movies? And he was in uh, Cameron Mitchell. Cameron Mitchell, yeah. I thought it was Cameron Mitchell, but no, he's not in Hard Ticket to Hawaii. How did any? How many times during the night did they cut to Vince four. doing that? Like, they did this like four times. Four? Each four, one was yeah. about three minutes. So yeah, this is just a weird intermittent slog. Yeah, it it it, it goes on. Uh, every this one is of these pretty goes on for famous like, if you, like I said, this he, is pretty famous if you know what it is. But it's just like you know, it doesn't mean they did it correctly. <laughs> yeah, they, they keep they keep having him do these like long pauses and just draw them out every. Every time. And the thing is, the subject material of each segment throughout the night wasn't different enough that you could just edit it into, like, one slightly longer promo. <laughs> or you could have done, like, uh, uh, like have him do one opening promo bit and then one ending promo bit. So you, so you built, you could still have that bit of mystery, what's he gonna do, and then just end, end it with the final segment. So, um, after Vince McMahon just is weird. Out comes Jacqueline, who apparently has her referee license, and that's why she's the referee. <laughs> How easy is it to apply? There's been like no setup or like no explanation why she's a ref. Just like, oh yeah, she's she's a ref. I'm I'm thinking, is she not wrestling right now? Are they not using her? Is she injured? I don't know. Well, she can't be injured because why would an injured person referee a match? Exactly. So they don't have to take bumps. Yeah, but they'd still have to like slap their hand and risk injuring their arm or whatever. And they could still potentially also, take bumps all the time. Take a bump if it, if if, uh, if something so goes wrong. Out comes big big boss man or just boss, boss man, man and Rikishi. He is the boss. And man. Um, several signs. One guy made a sign with just a giant ass. And another oh, guy no. made a sign that says Rikishi dumped at my house. Oh my god, I <laughs> right, about right, that. Right. Now, I think that's the runner-up, is Rikishi dumped at my house because we were laughing at it so much. Oh my god. Okay, I think else? we also mentioned that there was a sign, it was either on here or on Raw, most likely Raw, that had someone's phone number. And if we had been able to get it down, we probably would have called them on this episode. Yes. Oh, and there was also an, an, someone trying to advertise like an ROH, ROH yeah. show. Yeah, there was an RF video sign, too. Oh, oh and wow. an RF video sign. 
I forgot to mention that. That was on Raw. It was the RF video sign. Which totally know. dates us to the 2000s. How, how long has RH been around? Uh, since like 2001, maybe? 2002, maybe? So, yeah. um, it's kind of a very basic match. They're just two brawlers. There was this spot where like Boss Man almost hit Rikishi with the steel steps. Yep. I feel like Jacqueline just being the ref was just weird and it didn't add anything <laughs> to the match. Why Why is she the special guest referee? She spends most of the time just yelling at Boss Man. Yeah. Yeah. So which, Rikishi... I don't, I don't which does, which does um, get a comment from Lawler about, I love a woman that's assertive. It's like, thank you, Jerry. You actually said something complimentary. Yeah, Jerry is oddly, at times, very complimentary of, like... He's very like respectful to some women and then just disgusting towards other women. So, Rikishi gets, gets the advantage and pretty much lands a bonsai drop on Big Boss Man for the win. Nice fair bonsai drop. And then when they're talking about the match and the instant replay comes up, it's just Rikishi's ass taking up the whole screen and it startles Jim Ross. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah, fuck. Oh, that. Yeah, it just cuts to the camera has zoomed in to right into their You can yeah, see yeah, that vein on the upper left side and the fucking like cartilage. It was just as far up his ass as you could physically get without getting a sexual assault charge. His <laughs> <laughs> ass was surprisingly smooth this time in comparison you, to if, every if other doctor, time we've seen it. If you, if you wanted a, a, a doctor to start a colonoscopy from, a, a, from, from watching a TV, this is the way to start it. You could see what he had for dinner. By God. By <laughs> God, indeed. So, recap of Stephanie shouting at Triple H about how, like, why aren't you killing people when I point at them? And Triple H is like, you, you bitch. I want to note, I just remembered that. Like, she says, when I point my finger, I, you destroy. And she points her finger at herself. I think she pointed at the wall. No, well, she pointed at the wall. Instead, she was like, "Like, there's the rock or whatever. And it's like, Stephanie, that's the wall. But she also points to herself like during that same I promo. I didn't see her do that when she said, I destroy, but... Like, well, she, she wasn't saying that then, but she still pointed at herself, so I'm wondering. Has Triple H just been doing this because she pointed at herself? <laughs> when you pointed at me, I had to destroy the marriage, Stephanie. When you pointed at me, I had to destroy myself, and his body just starts expanding like he, he, just, <laughs> he, just, he just disintegrates when he gets pointed. <laughs> I had to destroy myself, Stephanie. <laughs> he starts and he starts expanding like he's a uh, he starts expanding his like he's a giant Triple H balloon. Yeah, like he's fucking Tetsuo at the end of the <laughs> Exactly. He's just turning into a goddamn like flesh monstrosity. Sean! Hunter! Hunter! Sean! Weirdest, the weirdest version of a carry yet. So, <laughs> Stephanie and Lillian Garcia are just making coffee. <laughs> Yes, with where oh, yeah. Garcia takes like two cups. Yeah, she's drinking thing. from two different cups. She's drinking like of two cups of coffee stacked on top of each other. 
it's so so she's pouring this cup and I'm just like yeah that's two cups <laughs> and she's trying to be nice and be like you know i know you and hunter are having problems yeah so like you and hunter are having issues and it's okay more people watching the show <laughs> yep and to watch Lillian and, and Stephanie just decides Triple H isn't my problem. You're my problem. And he just and she just throws hot coffee in her fucking face. Hot coffee scandal incoming. Yes, which means we can finally talk about this segment we've been planning. Wrestlecourt. I don't yes. have the theme ready. Ah shit. Wrestlecourt. I, I gave you an opening, but we were not ready. I'm just thinking that we were gonna play. The so like, when he's, he's we gonna play, originally he's gonna play the people's court theme, but that might get us. When we trouble. originally we closed the C show, a couple years later, we decided that we wanted to do a podcast called Wrestle Court. Wrestle Court was like our journey through wrestling storylines, as we try and figure out how many crimes each wrestler's racked up. Oh, that's what this was. Okay. Yeah, but, but we, we decided to roll it into this because we would feel like we'd have more to talk about. And also, Razzlecourt could just be a segment. So, yes. Mega Fighter made me look up the laws of assault and battery in North Carolina. Uh, South Carolina. Are they in South or North Carolina? They were in Charleston, right? Yeah, no, it was it the was North South, Charleston it was South Carolina. In South Carolina. Both times, South Carolina. So... I had to look up the level of aggravation in the, in the assault and the injuries sustained, along with the malicious intent of the assault. So, it was a second degree malicious assault and battery, which can serve up to three years in prison and a $2,500 fine. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, you're on the rap sheet! Dun dun! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that that law and order chung chung thing. I gotta get it ready next time. You got. I gave you the wrestle court theme, didn't I? Yeah, but like I, it was the did. edited version, and I didn't like. I wanted the one without my voice in it. I gave you the one without your voice in it. Let's see if I can play the law and order doink doink. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's just that's just fun. Steph, you on the rap sheet. Anyway, You're Albert and Scotty. Yeah! No. <laughs> Albert and Scotty are fighting Spike and Taz again. Yay! This is also for the tag titles. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it led to the question because they start they start targeting like Scotty's neck brace and shit. Yeah, are they heels? Are they heels? Are they like dancing heels? <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Uh, I I was thinking, yeah. I mean, does it? It, it doesn't. You don't need to be a face to take advantage of an injury, but it is. It, I I do think it's it is odd for if this is essentially what what it seems to be a face tag team versus a face tag team, which is weird to begin with, but they're doing it. That why would the face wrestler attack someone who is also a face and and go for an injury yeah it is a little yeah, bit and strange. like the way like they kept working unless the neck like, and, and unless there's some kind of 
animosity. Like they kept working them, the, but the we neck. We don't have anything like that established. Like they kept working the neck, and Scotty Too Hotty was just playing really angry for some reason, up until they did the worm. <laughs> yes. Yep. And Albert mimicked the worm behind Scotty as Scotty did the actual worm. Which I I had to laugh. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Albert's great. But then, like, you know, they get on the apron, they fight for a bit. Scotty misses a punch at Spike, and Taz just comes up behind him and gets him in the fucking Taz mission and drags his body over the ropes. He drags him over the rope, which was fucking cool. Yeah, that was Then we cut back to Stephanie and Triple H again, and Stephanie's like, I committed assault. (laughs) Isn't that great? And Triple H is like, whatever. You're gonna get us in trouble. Yeah, uh, I was. Yeah, I was hoping this whole time was like, "Do you realize what you've done, Stephanie? <laughs> Do you realize?" So Triple H starts like, or like Stephanie starts lamenting about how Triple H isn't really interested in doing what she says anymore, and Triple H just says, "You're like your dad, and your dad's an asshole." <laughs> yeah, and you know he gets pissed and walks off. And it's like something about maybe maybe you're the problem or whatever. I forget. And now, like, and now the rock. But he's, I think he says maybe maybe everyone was right about you. Yeah. Okay. That's what oh, it was. And, oh, and speak. Oh, and speaking of what, Stephanie, you just gave. You just put. You're charged with assault. What the fuck? <laughs> Lillian Garcia is suing the get, company. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, you're gonna get charged with assault. Lillian is suing. That's what the fuck is wrong with you. So we are back to our weekly harassment of Jonathan Coachman by The Rock. It's n- nothing sexual this time, thankfully. Nothing sexual this time, but The Rock starts demanding the coach do the Charleston. And it's really <laughs> strange. Because we're in Charleston, of course. Would you like to see the coach dance to Charleston? No. No. <laughs> And Co- Coachman doesn't know what a Charleston is. Yeah, he tries to do like a like a sh- I would call it like a two step shuffle, but like he it- tries to do like a Carlton dance, basically. That's what I was hoping he would do, honestly, just for- because that would have been funnier. I was hoping he would do- just break and start doing. Der- doing also, the Rock promises the yet Carlton again that he's the- going to wrestle someone, like- and the Rock is like, "That's not the Charleston, that's the Carlton." You, you fuck. Then he just they rhyme, does but the Charleston. Not the same thing, you dumbass. <laughs> then he just does the Charleston. <laughs> you think the Rock doesn't know how to do the Charleston? <laughs> oh my God, the Rock doing the Charleston would actually probably be very entertaining. Anyway, but we get to hear him uh, talk he, about he his obsession. He references Shirley Temple on an ice cream sandwich again. It's, again, actually, it, no, that's not what he did on on Raw. He said something. He said something about no, that was, what it was. We said it before. He said it before the Rumble in the fucking camera promo. It was that oh, the, the, okay. punky, the punky Brewster on an ice cream sandwich. Does the Rock just really want ice cream sandwiches? The Rock, the Rock wants or a dilly bar. The Rock wants a dilly bar. <laughs> he Why wants that dipped cone from Dairy Queen. The Rock really just wants to operate an ice cream truck and eat all the ice cream out of the ice cream truck. <laughs> I'm the least efficient ice cream he, truck. He wants to. He wants. He wants. He wants to be like Homer driving by 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 Lisa in that one episode. Hey, Lisa. Of Simpsons. 
That was that was that was it. Allie just did the impression. That of was that the bit. that was the whole segment of the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> hey Lisa, and then it just cuts to their house. <laughs> no, she, no, he drives by, not knowing she's in the the, the bus next to him. Goes like, oh, that's raspberry. <laughs> he's he, like he's stolen the, the the ice cream truck. So we cut to Triple H, who's posing. He's just leaning against a wall, like. Hello. I think he's supposed to be angry. Charmel asks if he is okay. And then Christian just comes up and says hi. And Christian's uh, all like, yeah. Bitches bitches be shopping. Bitches be shopping. It it honestly looked like Triple H was waiting outside somebody's door. We didn't know who, and then he was getting ready. Is getting ready to talk to someone on the other side. That's what Maybe I thought. Yeah, he walks up to, Christian walks up to him and just goes, Bitches be shopping. And then Triple H beats his ass. Oh, he's also being taken to Rassel Court for Triple H is being assault. taken to Rassel Court. He committed first degree aggravated assault, which is a premeditated assault with the desire to harm. Now, it doesn't <laughs> seem like it was a premeditated assault, but he was waiting there for someone to come up so he could beat them up. That is. Up to 10 years in prison. <laughs> Triple H. You on the ref sheet. You on the ref sheet. That's not the right. <laughs> God damn it. Hold on. <laughs> You're on the ref sheet. <laughs> you on the ref sheet. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh god. I'm gonna get the rest of the team going I'm on so here. I'm so glad that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we got what I what I put on my notes is the number one contenderative match. No, you're wrong. missing it's, Vince drinking from a cup. I'm also missing Vince drinking from a cup. WWE has AIDS oh. because of Ric Flair. Anyway, <laughs> we have we have two matches tonight that are specifically a qualifying match for a number one contendership match on Raw, which yeah, sort of I explains the status of what SmackDown is right now. <laughs> yeah. The actual match is going to be on Raw, but this are some qualifiers or some shit. Anyway. Yeah, I thought this was just the number one contenders match, and I was confused... But it's like, oh, okay, no, this is a good, this is a qualifier. It's it's a it's a sad state of affairs when my note for this match is this was a match. It was kind of slow. Booker T's wrestling style just doesn't work for a heel. He was really focusing on Stone Cold's legs. It was not that fun. Booker T's more of an explosive kind of worker where he just suddenly jumps into offense. And he's, you know, he's he's like big and agile and does kicks and can do the spin a rooney, and he just doesn't for the most part, or he just he didn't do most of that. But there were like glimpses of him acting like a face, even though he's a heel, and it just didn't work. Yeah. So Stone Cold, or he tries to give Stone Cold a stunner, and Stone Cold counters into his own stunner, and he's going to be in the number one contendership match next week. Then the audio cuts out, <laughs> and we go to commercial break. <laughs> so this is where I start to peter out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. Next is the tables match with uh, 
Kane in the victory. I, I think Ric Flair talks to Charmel also. I petered out a long time ago while we were watching this together because of Oh yeah, Ric Flair talked to Charmel. Unfortunately, I was dealing with a food coma. He was dealing with a food coma. Allie was upset. And I just did, and I was just bored of this show. Anyway, we had a tag team tables match between the Dudley Boys and Kane and Big Show. Do we even know what Ric Flair and Charmel talked about? It's Vince McMahon. Probably Vince McMahon. She was probably oh, asking yeah. what Vince McMahon meant by <laughs> everyone loses or something like that. I don't think Vince McMahon's drinking from a cup. Woo! I don't think she was. Whatever. It, there had to be a Vince McMahon related question in there. So this match goes there two minutes. Was. They set up a table outside, and then Big Show does the same spot he did on Raw, where he accidentally knocks Kane off the apron, and Kane goes through the table. <laughs> Yeah. I think we called that actually, where he was like, "Who's taking the 3D, Kane?" He didn't take a 3D, and then no, they, Big Show took the 3D. Big Show took well, he took like a weird like I think they no, did, no, like, he a didn't double... take the 3D. He did like the they did the other one. Yeah, the double um, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? The lifting thing they do. It, the, like the lifting neck breaker. Yeah, they did the neck. Yeah, breaker. they did a double neck breaker thing. Yeah, to Big Show, and it was really cool. I was thinking of what, like, fucking Bubba does for the setup. What that's called. And I kind of, that's drawing a blank on me. No, and, like, where he lifts him up and then the other guy does a running neck breaker? Yeah. Okay, yeah, they did that. I don't, Wait. I don't think it's a running neck breaker, but whatever. It was some. They did some sort of double team move to the big yeah, show. Yeah, it is, it is a lifting. It's like, I think it's just a lifting neck breaker, honestly. Right. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to cool. fucking cool look because, this up. <laughs> it was cool because, you know, it's two guys of average build hefting up this 500-pound behemoth. Big dude. Where he's not, well, I, I don't, well, the 500-pound is honestly over overdoing it because he wasn't. Oh, that, okay. That not, okay, sorry. I just did some Probably. research. That was the 3D2, which is a back suplex neckbreaker. Back to oh, okay. okay. Compared to the flapjack, to the flapjack cutter, I think I think that what I was thinking of was I thought they hit like a double flapjack on him. Thank you for reminding me it was a flapjack. Yeah, I don't know why I that was. Know, I didn't know there was a second version of the three D. All right, well they did it. They did a three D to the Big Show, but yeah, I guess the gimmick between Big Show and Kane. So is despite that, never, the fact they that they. It. They never call it the 3D. The, Despite the, 3D the fact is that only, Kane... They only acknowledge it if it's the, the one that is, like, the... Yeah, the cutter. The cutter, yeah. So, despite the fact that they just formed a tag team, Kane and Big Show are arguing and get into, like, a, a tussle over the fact that, like, Big Show accidentally made Kane lose again. Was this where they said, like, third time? Yeah, it was like, for yeah. the third time. And it's like, third time? <laughs> what? They've only been they tagged twice. Do you... We were just here last week. How do you not? How do you guys not not know what the count is in terms of this? Yeah, it's like they've only tagged twice. Are we counting the elimination of the Royal Rumble? Because that's is, not a tag team thing. This is like this is like the worst math ever. It's By the like, way, this match like, went two minutes. Did you guys go? Did you guys not go Wonderful. to kindergarten? One plus one is three. Amazing. And two plus two is fish. All right. Uh, we got more, more Vince McMahon drinking from his cup of whatever mysterious fluid and talking about cancer. 
Yeah. I think we also had a match, a non-title match between Tris Stratus and Jazz. That's that's yeah. next. That's coming up after was, the Goldberg yeah, promo. Was... And also, uh, I got the results of the test back. The WF definitely has cancer. <laughs> it's shedding blood. I don't remember much about the Goldust promo other than you will never forget the name of Rock Goldust. Like he did the bite and then Goldust. He, he likes very, to mix it up. He <laughs> likes to mix it up, I guess. And this was pretty much yeah the same kind of thing. He's saying this is going to be by Brigitte Production, and then he mentions he again. Did I, him. did I know that his? I think I didn't note it, but I remember thinking like his uh. His like, you know how like he's got the twenty four karat productions thing. Yeah, it looked wrong. Like there was more white involved. Like there was white text instead of gold text in certain well, parts. Well, it also was... the it it changed to widescreen and then it changed aspect ratio suddenly, so it just stretched his face for some reason. <laughs> Wonderful. Good, so yeah, good work again, done. I, I don't remember exactly what happens in the non title match between Tristratus and Jazz. Apparently, there was a DQ. There was a DQ, I think, for just... Oh, yeah, she, she didn't break the five count. Yeah. And that's And that's really that all you can say. That was the match. So... <laughs> there was a match. I have yeah. actually no no enjoyable notes for this. That's sad. Yeah. We get pretty... more events. More events. It's one of those... It, this is... This was, a, I think, a problem of having so many Vince segments that all the matches essentially everything had to be got cut short. short. Yep. Yeah. Every like, okay. So here are the match links: forty-two seconds, three minutes, twenty seconds, five five minutes, nine minutes, two minutes, two minutes, and the final match, which is Kurt Angle versus The Rock, number one contender tournament semifinal match. And Jericho comes out to sit next to the commentary booth and offer his own insightful commentary. He was he was a riot. How long the king uh, and- King kept trying to get over like King kept trying to get over like something about a baby. I don't <laughs> Oh yeah, the Brahma baby. The Brahma baby. Oh, yeah. And he kept trying to bring it up and Jericho's like, Yeah, 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 Brahma baby, yeah. <laughs> and Lawler was like, The Brahma people. baby! The Brahma baby! <laughs> Meanwhile, they were much more natural in just constantly calling Michael Cole Mitchell, which I found hilarious every time. Ah, yes, Mitchell Cole. Because <laughs> they were just like, yeah, whatever, Mitchell. Oh, oh yeah, Jericho was on commentary this match, and he oh, was great. I, I forgot about just Jericho saying he was going to stick his feet in Michael Cole's face or something. I'll stick my yeah, feet in your face. Uh, Jericho was fucking fantastic on commentary. Yeah. Like, you usually get this problem in modern WB because of how Vince is in everyone's ears. Is you just get really boring, like, guest commentary, but here, like, fucking Jericho Or you, is or you have someone go on commentary that you should have known before you put them out there. They had no business being on commentary uh, for a match. Yeah. You know... Like they, you should, or at least you should have tested them out before you had them go out there. But yeah, Jericho's come. Go ahead. But yeah, or give them a script if they can't do it well, and maybe even that wouldn't save them. But you know, but Jericho was so Jericho kept interfering in the match in subtle ways, like smashing Rock into the announce table when he got too close. 
and yeah. trying to help out Angle because he was mad at The Rock for talking shit about him. Oh, I uh, wanted to mention quick another thing about having a, someone come out on commentary. There's sometimes that they would do that. Another thing that they would do is have someone come out for commentary in a match that would last less than a minute or something like that. Or yeah, less, yeah, like really short, that, really oh, short match. Like to have them come out for commentary for really short matches. Like, why even bother putting someone out there? <laughs> so, yeah. The Rock has to start fighting off Jericho and Angle. I think there was like a ref, a ref distraction thing as Angle taps out to the sharp, the shitty sharpshooter. Yeah. Uh. And then the Undertaker just comes in and choke slams The Rock, and Angle pins him. <laughs> yeah, Undertaker for some reason is what I put down. I also made a note that Jericho's I mean, belt isn't actually on his pants. I'm guess like, I'm guessing like he the. The idea is like, oh, I want to be in the t- title picture, but the problem with that is like, you have this thing with Maven now, don't you? Or are they going to no, no, ignore they just that? Ignore Maven now. Yeah, yeah, forget him. He's dead. So Austin and Angle fight immediately after the match is over. Like Kurt Angle just seeks out Austin, and they just start brawling. Like, yeah, they, I think it's just, like, one of them is going to be interviewed, and then just they start fighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Angle, I think, was was he doing an interview and yelling about the what chance again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which is a great... Uh, lo- which I'm glad they brought that back. I'm glad that yeah, didn't get dropped. that's a great little bit and of character. Vince, of character pervert Vince he- again turns his chair around in the mirror, and he says, he's going to kill the WWF. And he's gonna do it with the Oprah Winfrey Network. Oh, I'm sorry, the One the... Warrior Nation. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's backwards, and he's in the mirror, so it's O W N on on his chair, and it says N W O in the mirror. But that's not <laughs> the Oprah Winfrey Network. <laughs> that's not happening with the One Warrior Nation. Yes, he's gonna inject it. He's gonna snort N W O with a lethal. Dose of poison. <laughs> ah, nipples. I'm gonna kill what I created. Ah, nipples. Ah. Ah. And uh, hey, Allie. Since you have the stats, I wanted to know if the stats actually show how long each of these segments were and no. how long it was overall. No. Nope. Uh, Doesn't have that. Nope. No, <laughs> I'd be I'd be impressed, but no, I don't think anyone's gonna time Vince McMahon promos. But so... I was just, yeah, this is like it. It really did feel like uh, yeah, it, it, it's Vince on a coke. Vince, this is like essentially Vince snorting cocaine before tonight. Is like ah, I gotta be on the show for like thirty minutes tonight. Ah. So that was SmackDown. Let's head into awards. Um, what is our uh, Lawlers count? Thirteen. Our Lawlers count was thirteen. I announced that at the start of the show. Yes, because we were also talking about last week's Lawlers first count. Uh, our MVP. Which show won? Which show won? Yeah, I don't think we're doing that yet. No. And if, which, and which show honest, was better? <laughs> and if I'm being honest, I do, I feel like both lost. <laughs> Best show. Fuck you. Okay. Like, 
I don't remember if we actually were doing that for other awards. I usually just stuck to the MVPs and the underrateds. Well, I always, I, I kept trying to, like, goad you into talking about best show. Uh, okay. I mean, in genuine... Who, who is our MVP? Our MVP was Chris Jericho. Yep. I, like, that I'm commentary gonna... really helped, like, sink it for me. Yeah, Jericho was great on commentary. I want to so give underrated to Taz, though. <laughs> Yeah, I can he did very good, despite the fact he's injury. He's just full of injuries. His neck is full of gremlins. Yes. Our Y segment of the week, at least for me and Ellie, is Coachman doing the Charleston. See, I can actually see why they did that, because the whole point was to make fun, it's, it's fun of Charleston. We don't need to know why. We're asking why was it on the show. Why, why do this? Because it's... Because Make fun of Coach. That's oh, he's, why. A, he's a girly man. Uh, uh, and yes, and just because you're in Nashville. As for, as for why was it on the you have show? To pretend you're Elvis. My, my my answer is why was Val Venus fighting Mister Perfect? That fair points, I guess. Because it just seemed like a Tells. randomly thrown together match, and I mean, like, I'm I'm fine with the whole. Okay, yeah, we. I know why they had Joe Cole come out and beat him in the, and do the promo. At least I understand that part. In but, a towels match. But you... why have but why have the match then between a random match between him and Mr. Perfect? Like you could have just had the beat. It, it, well, I mean, so... they wanted to show that Mr. Perfect was back. I guess he, you know. I guess, yeah. Was that all our awards? Sign of the night was um, Will uh, Wrestle Nude for food, right? I will wrestle nude yeah. for food, yes. But friend of Rikishi dumped at my house. I think we're done for the most part. Yeah, this was a this was a weak week. <laughs> he did a joke. Anyway, it's I would still like to better than the modern WWE, though. I would like to thank the 16 or so people who have listened to this podcast so far. There are no advertisements yet because we are all broke bitches. Yes, we would like to thank our sponsors. No one. <laughs> I would like to thank my sponsors. <laughs> Just nothing. <laughs> but if you like the show and you want to share it among your friends or support us over on Anchor FM, we are on Anchor YouTube, Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcasts, and Breaker. We're not on iTunes, actually. I have to manually oh, upload. Oh. I have to manually upload it, and I'm lazy. So yeah, so fuck you, iTunes. <laughs> until you pay us, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Apple. Fuck, fuck you, pay us. <laughs> fuck you, give us apples, Apple. Yeah, I'll 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 be paid in apples. What kind of apples? Yeah, red reds are usually nice. I like Honeycrisp. Harrelsons. Looks like Don't we're gonna have head. to fight over there. <laughs> our next our next segment of fight me. No. Apples. <laughs> apples. We'll bring in Carlito for that episode. But yes, thank you for listening to Rassle Boys, and like we always say at the end of the episode, end of the episode phrase. <laughs>